Our scripture for today comes from Luke chapter 3, verses 15 through 17, and verses 21 through 22. Let us hear God's word to us. As the people were filled with expectation, and all were questioning in their hearts concerning John the Baptist, whether he might be the Messiah, John answered all of them by saying, I baptize you with water. The one who is more powerful than I is coming, and I am not worthy to untie his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary, but the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. Now when all the people were baptized, And when Jesus also had been baptized and was praying, the heaven was opened. The Holy Spirit descended upon him in bodily form like a dove, and a voice came from heaven, You are my Son, the Beloved. With you I am well pleased. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. In southwest Oklahoma, there is a community named for the historic general, Custer City. A pastor and his wife ministered there for over 30 years, small town, population of probably about 450 people. And in that town were four churches, Methodist, Baptist, Nazarene, and Christian. Each one had its share of that 450 people. On Wednesdays and Sundays, each church had a small group of the young people, a small group of each part of the population. And frankly, the attendance rose and fell according to weather, and whether it was time to harvest the wheat, because it's southwest Oklahoma. However, the best and most consistent attendance in town was the little cafe where all the pickup trucks were parked, And all the men were inside discussing the weather and the cattle and the wheat bugs and the hail and the wind and whether we were going to have a crop while many of the others were in one of those four churches. The churches, of course, had good attendance and poor attendance, but that cafe had consistently good attendance, better attendance sometimes than any of the churches. So these group of people met every Wednesday and Sunday and every other day to discuss the weather and such. And you know what? These people who met at the cafe were not bad people. Indeed, they were good people, family people, hard-working people. The patron saint of this group at the cafe was named Frank. Frank was 77 years old, a good man pioneer, a rancher, a farmer. He had been born in a sod house and he had prospered. He had his credentials and all the men there considered him their patron saint. Old Frank would never go to church. He would say in the offensive to the pastor, I work hard and I take care of my family and I mind my own business. So this pastor and his wife never bothered Frank. Which is why it surprised them, surprised the whole town actually, when Frank presented himself on a Sunday morning for baptism. 
Some in the community said that Frank must be sick. He must be scared to meet his maker. Some said he certainly has heart trouble. There were all kinds of stories going around. But the pastor asked Frank, He said to Frank, remember that saying you used to give me so much? I work hard, I take care of my family, and I mind my own business. Yeah, I remember. I said that a lot. The pastor asked, do you still say that? Yes. Yes, I do. So what's the difference? And Frank said, I didn't know then what my business was. Frank discovered what his business was. It was to serve human need. So the pastor baptized Frank. Today is baptism of the Lord Sunday. The day we remember that Christ was baptized by John the Baptist before he started his ministry. The day we remember that the heavens opened up and the Holy Spirit was pleased with the Lord. We read the story of Jesus' baptism in Luke and the burning question is always, why did Jesus need to get baptized? Isn't He the Son of God? Very clearly already part of the household of God. Not just part of the household of God, the head of it. Why get baptized at the age of 30? It's simple. It was to remind Jesus what his business was, to serve human need. So John the Baptist baptized Jesus. And as Jesus began his ministry, he was reminded that his business always would be to serve human need. That's what we do here when we baptize somebody. We claim you as a part of the household of God, and we remind you that your task is to go out and to serve human need in all the various forms that might take, whether in school or at work, in your families, among your friends, among strangers near and far, we serve human need. I remember my baptism. I was eight, finishing third grade. We were still living in Columbia, South America as a missionary family at the time. My mom had picked out this pretty little dress for my baptism. Cream top, red velvet bottom. It was pretty, but it was itchy. Very itchy. Even better, the dress came with the red velvet hat that matched the red velvet dress, which was great for all of mom's photos, but I hated this hat. And I hated this dress. You see, when it came to clothes as a young girl, I was bothered by few things, but there were two. The first was long socks because they itched. And unfortunately for me, long socks were part of the uniform in my Colombian schools. And I'll just tell you, I never got in trouble for school for anything ever except in Colombia because I would push my socks down to my ankles and they would be bunched up and the teacher would stop me in the hallway and get on to me about pulling my socks up and it made me want to cry because I didn't want to get in trouble, but I hated long socks. And the second thing I hated were hats. Did not like hats. 
never liked hats, still don't like hats, still don't wear hats. They don't look good on me. They block your view, make it hard to see anything, and they always fall off my head. I don't like hats. But on the day of my baptism, I wore a red velvet hat. Because the red velvet hat went with the red velvet dress. And that's what my mother wanted for the pictures. I was baptized on the same day as my older brother. I don't know where he stands with the Lord anymore. But on that day, we both stood there in front of our father, a pastor, and confessed that Jesus Christ was our Lord and Savior and that we desired to be baptized. We knelt down, our father speaking in his preacher voice, and our mother tearing off to the side. And he said, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, I baptize you. I remember my baptism. Mostly I remember my father's pride. All he ever wanted for his children was for us to praise and glorify God forever. I remember my baptism and am overwhelmed by the truth that I have been claimed by God. I am His. There's a lot of comfort in that. I remember my baptism and I am convicted. Convicted to uphold my vows to all others who are also baptized. To love them and to teach them about God. Remember your baptism. Luther said that all the time, a great theologian. Remember your baptism, whether baptized as an infant or at 77 or at the age of 8 in a red velvet dress. Remember your baptism. Remember so that you never forget your business is to serve human need. That's why Christ was baptized. That's why we are baptized. Remember your baptism. Over the past three and a half years, Brian and I have had the sincere privilege of baptizing many in this church. We baptized Allison Wright, who is brave, resolute, and committed. The first wedding I had the honor of officiating, and the first baptism as well. We baptized Charlie McCamey, Happy, but a little unsure of this whole thing with water. We baptized Reese Edwards, who stood before us with a class of 16 other youth to confirm her faith in God and join our church as a member. We baptized Ethan Stewart on the day of the Christmas Youth and Kids-led service, a proclamation that the children of Scottsboro CP Church are important to us. And on that same day, we baptized his sister, Audrey Claire Stewart, as we let the kids proclaim the good news of the gospel. We baptized Henry Berry, who gazed so contentedly at Pastor Brian, barely moving a single muscle. And we baptized Rowan Osborne, who was so happy he danced and laughed all morning and still does most Sunday mornings when he's here. I remember those baptisms. I remember those baptisms. And I remember watching this church stand and with one voice promise to do everything in your power to help and to learn from the newly baptized. 
And I wonder if on those days, on those days when people came forward to be baptized, if the heavens opened just a little. A glimpse of the Father looking down on His children, on His beloved. I wonder if God was pleased. Because I know I was pleased. And Frank said, I didn't know then what my business was but now I do. It is to serve human need. So, the pastor baptized Frank. My charge to you today is to remember your baptism. If you were an infant, ask your parents or your relatives or find the pictures of that day. Remember the stories that you've been told, what the day was like. And remember the baptisms of those you love. That joy and that hope. Because in doing so, we proclaim again that we are children of God, a part of His household. In doing so, we remember again that our business is not to build treasure on earth. Our business is not to protect ourselves from every bad thing in this world. Our business is not to hide in fear. Our business is not to depend on our own strength. Our business is to serve human need. We are the baptized. Our business is human need. So remember, don't forget. Remember our vows to each other and our vows to God, our vows to serve human need. And a voice came from heaven, and by the blood of Christ, that voice says to us, You are my son. You are my daughter, the beloved. With you, I am well pleased. Let us pray. Holy God, today we remember our baptisms. We remember that even you, your son, was baptized in order to remember that our business is to go out and serve others to serve each other in this church and to serve each other in this community. Remind us of our baptisms. Fill us again with that sense of hope and that sense of joy that as we leave this place, we might remember that we are your children. We belong to your household and that you are pleased with us. In your holy name we pray. Amen.